36 years of basketball knowledge and life skills. Your host, Coach Goins, focuses on today's topics on and off the court, helping players and coaches achieve their goals. So get ready for another fast break episode of Basketball More Than a Game with your host, Coach Goins. Hey, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, that is right. Man, is it time for Sunday conversation? Yes, it is. So guess what? Not only is the coach going on, we also have none other than Coach Mike Quick out of the great state of North Carolina. Coach Quick, what's popping? Hey, good to be here, Coach Goins. How are you today? Oh, man, you know what it is, man. We got it jam-packed. We got a lot of stuff to catch up on, but it's so good to have my main back, my main man back in the saddle. Uh, he was under the weather, uh, but he's back in rare form and raring to go, so we've got some great, great uh, stuff popping off. There's a lot of things we're going to get caught up on and just going to be dialoguing. But before we do, we always got to reach out and make sure that we pay these bills. So we want to give a main shout-out to our title sponsor, and that is Mr. Curtis T. Jackson. He's a broker, agent, and benefits coordinator of the great state of North Carolina. Actually, I'll be heading down that way Friday and see him directly. But for your insurance needs and servicing North Carolina as well as the Commonwealth of Virginia, he can be reached at area code 919-614-5796. So if you're in any needs of insurance or any type of financial situations that may be going through before your loved ones um, leave, make sure you contact Curtis, and we just certainly appreciate his continued support. Of basketball more than the game. But before we get actually into this, I'd like to just dedicate this show uh, to my Aunt Bill, who we lost Sunday. Uh, what a great life. She was 94 years old. So to Aunt Bill and the family, we just dedicate this show to you uh, for everything that you uh, did for us along the way. So with that being said, Coach Quickman, what's going on? There's a, a lot to catch up on in the sports world. Uh, it's an exciting time of the year. You got college basketball about to crank up, NBA in full swing. Um, the World Series is going on right now. And of course, NFL and college football. Watch out, man. That is, you know what? So, folks, you know what? Some people say, coach, they love this time of year, that time of year, whatever. You know what? Give me October and give me March. Other than that, I'm good to go. Somebody says, why? Because listen to what Coach Quick just rattled off, folks. Top to bottom, if you're looking for it, it is out there and it is alive and well. So it is up to you to be able to dial that in and realize that, you know what, it is out there for us for the taking. So make sure that you understand exactly what we mean when we say it's out there for the taking because it is a boatload of sports hanging out there. But before we toss that over to the Coach Quick, let's Make sure that we understand what everybody can check us out on. So you can go to iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Podbean.com. So here's the number one thing we want to call out. We want to make sure that we thank everybody for their time and attention and checking us out online. Just like, you know, Coach Quick and I was talking before we got on the broadcast, you know, we are just so blessed to be able to be in some of the countries. I just want to kind of call those out. So currently we, in, uh, we have uh, listeners in Vietnam, uh, Tunisia, uh, which is in Africa, uh, Kuwait, Ireland, Germany, Albania, United Arab Emirates, New Zealand, Finland, Dominican Republic, Canada, Netherlands, United Kingdom, Australia, and Japan. So with that being said, you know what, Coach Quick? You're an international co-host. Do you realize that? Yes, sir. Loving it each and every week. <laughs> so every time, each week, I always get uh, information, and I share that back to Coach Quick uh, just because he's a huge part of the show and just – he makes it makes it run. He he anchors down our North Carolina um, focus. He anchors down everything uh, that when we, when Coach Goins ain't in the loop, I know Coach Quick is on the grind making it pop. So again, we always like just again not just our international uh, subscribers, but also everybody that's in the United States. Uh, 
and just give you, you know, a quick recap. What does that look like? We've only got a few more states to go, uh, and then we've, uh, we will be in every state uh, in the United States. So doing the categories, uh, looking, we're now in Wyoming, which is our latest and greatest state uh, that we just picked up this week, so we're so excited about that. But just to give you a little forecast, you know, we've got 47 subscribers in California, 32 in New York, 35 in Pennsylvania, 49 in Minnesota, 35 in Iowa, 32 in Missouri, 49 in Georgia, uh, Florida's 37, Texas 13. Uh, so we are, and then also watched the New Jersey three, Maryland, Delaware one, Maryland 43. So you know we are, you know we're just trying to do what we need to do, and just make it pop and make it move on. So we're so excited that we pick up Wyoming. Uh, that is the latest and greatest. So we've only got uh, six more to go, Coach, and we will be in every state uh, in the United States. So hats off to you. Hats off to everything that uh, you're getting done to make this whole podcast uh, successful and what it's doing for uh, everybody that's listening. So with that being said, I tell you what, Coach, I'm going to let you set the table. You pick the sport, and we'll go with it. Hey, let's let's go with college basketball since we're about ready to get started. Got a bunch of um, exhibition games going on right now, hurricane relief games. And the season's going to be kicking off here in about another week and a half. So right. let's go with college basketball. We're going with college basketball. So watch this, ladies and gentlemen. Woo, that was the whistle blowing. And I just threw an outlet pass to Coach Quick. Coach Quick, you had a rock, so I'm going to follow your lead. Yes, sir. Just uh, talk a little bit more about this FBI fallout, the investigation um, uh, with FBI and the college basketball. You know, it's, it's still right now a lot of heads appear to be going to roll in this situation. You know, I think there are a lot of scared head coaches around America right now because they just don't know what to expect so far. You know, and it's the university that's been affected the most, I think, from this FBI fallout has been Arizona. Arizona has gone from being ranked the number two class in, um, in the 2018 class to rank 22. Um, just recently, of course, you know, Nasir Little, who was a part of the focus of the FBI investigation. It was reported that he was appeared to be leaning towards Arizona in the beginning, but um, recently committed to the University of North Carolina earlier in this month. Um, I, I, me personally, I happen to think that he's not involved in any way, shape, or form. His parents animately deny it, as well as his um, AAU coach. Um, so I just, I don't believe Roy Williams would go after a guy who he thinks is involved in the investigation, but. Like I said, he chose North Carolina earlier in the month, so of course there's going to be some negative feedback from that, you know, from some folks, and that's fine. But as well as Javon Quinterly, he was a top-rated point guard, five-star point guard who committed to Arizona. But he lawyered up a couple of weeks ago, and um, he's appeared to be right now probably the focal point of the investigation. He's also recently decommitted from Arizona. Um, and then Sharif O'Neal, who is the son of NBA legend Shaquille O'Neal, he's currently still committed to the uh, University of Arizona, but there is some talk that he may decommit soon. Wow. So that's three basic McDonald's All-Americans that's not going to be residing in Arizona. Yes, sir. So you know what? It is what it is. Uh, you know, so I, I don't blame these guys. I hope uh, any any school um, – and again, not hoping. But let me rephrase that. I just hope any young man or any player that um, you know, has to you know deal with this, or if, if their coach names evolved, I hope the NCAA will allow these guys to, 
to pull out of the school if they so desire and, and then go play somewhere else without having to sit out, sit out a year. You know, don't uh, don't don't put the blame at the, at the feet of the, the student athlete. You know, let it lay where it may lay. Uh, and that's what uh, that's what the coaches. So agreeing, uh, just a great recap uh, and, and reference to investigation. So we'll try to stay on top of the latest and breaking news uh, as it relates to that. So I, hey, listen, you know, word on the street, there's some stuff going on in Chapel Hill, uh, and I know you guys are super excited that uh, you know at, at the tune. I know it cost you 18 million dollars to with the investigation for the whole academic piece, but you know just. You know, great, great resilience through the whole process of how Carolina just continued to work that process and, and came out uh, and got a clean bill of health. And I know Coach Quick was excited to hear that news. But unfortunately, in the last uh, last couple of days, there's been a major injury uh, to one of the superstars on the basketball team. And I'll give uh, – I'll turn that over to Coach Quick to handle that story. Yes, sir. Um, Joel Berry, it was reported on um, on Monday, I believe it was, that he broke a bone in his hand and he was going to be out – approximately four weeks. Um, if, if you count it, it may have him returning somewhere around the Stanford game. So may miss three or four games. But if I'm Roy Williams um, and my team is playing well, I'll make sure this guy is completely healthy um, before he returns because he's going to be he, – you got to have him around for the long haul. ACC season coming up as well as deep into the um, – deep into the year when you start talking about tournament basketball. you got to have him. Um, the, the, say he broke his hand because he punched the door after losing a video game to Theo Pence and his teammates. So pretty bonehead decision on his part, but he's a kid. He's going to play video games. So, you know, what's your take on that, Coach Bowen? Well, you know how it is, man, where every time uh, we'll put it this way, uh, you can do whatever a person wants to do, but understand there's consequences to, to all of our actions. You know, so whether he's playing a video game, you know, which we may say, well, why was he playing a video? It's not the question of what he was playing video games; it's what he did after the game. You know, right. that that's you know, it's a and I, mean, I don't want to get into a selfish act because it's just a reaction. You know, he could have stood up and he could have kicked the trash can in the dorm room and could have broke his toe. Uh, you know, it, it could have been anything, but I'm glad it wasn't uh, anything greater from that. And the main thing he understands, he walks away, he understands the impact. Uh, that, that's caused on his team. But, you know, Coach eloquently put it, uh, you know, these first four weeks, come on. I mean, they're going to be playing everybody from, you know, Pinecrest to Union Pines to, you know, it's going to be Drag City 101. And plus, you know, look at it this way. And, and, and Coach uh, Quick, you know, already kind of think he, he, he has uh, something uh, up the sleeve. But, you know, there's, it gives opportunity to the next man to step up. You know, if he was rare form and ready to go, uh, those guys on the bench may not be even getting that uh, valuable playing time, but what a great way for the next guy that may be standing the line to step up and be able to step in, step up and step in and, and play the role. So, unfortunately, uh, you know, the, the incident occurred. I uh, hope they understand why it happened. I uh, hope they understand, uh, you know, what, you know, what the impact for not just him as an individual, but the impact to his team. But there's nothing that I don't think uh, Coach Williams – and the staff uh, can keep rocking and rolling. So, Mike, anything else uh, going on in Chapel Hill? Yeah, um, big-time weekend this weekend. The number two-rated player in the country who wasn't previously scheduled to visit um, UNT on an official visit. Well, he canceled his visit this past weekend to, to UCLA 
and he's going to visit um, the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill this weekend, and that is Zion Williamson, the number two rated player in the 2018 class. Um, he, he would be a big addition to the class. Um, he could help us out in, in any way, shape, or form. I personally think he's a one-and-done kid, but you can expect Carolina to start back getting some of these kids with the NCAA cloud lifted, and that to me that started with Monsieur Little. And so now, hey, the dominoes are about to fall. So you college coaches out there who were negatively recruiting against the University of North Carolina, those days are over. So get ready because they're coming back for you. Off a national championship appearance, they, say they, they feel like they have a lot of ground to make up, and they're ready to do it. So I'm just looking forward to seeing what happens, how the dominoes fall, how the pieces fit. It'll be great to get Zion Williamson in a Tar Heel uniform. Um, also, to piggyback a little bit off the Joel Berry situation, um, Roy has stated today at ACC Media Day that not only will Seven Woods, he's probably going to be the, the starter in waiting as while Joel Berry's out, but um, Jaleek Felton, freshman point guard from out of um, South Carolina is, uh, as well, is going to get some time at point guard as well as our senior leader, Theo Penson. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I personally believe in Seven Woods. He took a lot of flack, had a lot of turnovers last year, but he was a freshman. The point guard position is the hardest position to learn at the next level, and I believe in him because Roy Williams believes in him. Watch out now. Are you now the gentleman that you said is coming for the for the visit. You sure you sure didn't say he, was, he wasn't going to Durham. You said he was coming to Chapel Hill. He will be visiting Chapel Hill this weekend. He okay. visited Durham last weekend for okay. countdown to craziness. Okay. But it wasn't expected for Carolina to get an official, and uh, Roy Williams has, has ironed out the details and got an official visit from Zion Williamson, and he, as well as he's good friends with Nasir Little, so it'll be interesting to see what happens as the pieces fit and how the pieces fit and uh, as the dominoes begin to fall. Watch out. Watch out. So, ladies and gentlemen, as always, you're hearing it right here from none other than Coach, Coach Quick, the best co-host uh, on any podcast in America, so I would put him up against anybody. So make sure you dial it in. Take it all in. That is uh, Coach Quick bringing the thunder, uh, as we always say, in a great converse, great Sunday conversation as we talk about the things that we need to talk about in reference to college basketball. So listen, you know, we had the opportunity, like we said before in last week's show, to, to, to pop in to Fayetteville State and, and hang out with some former players, some NBA guys, uh, great opportunity, uh, and so again, I just certainly appreciate those guys and all the interviews we did, and everybody that was able to hang out with. Just a great, great time, and and just sending Coach Capel, I love uh, on this show as well as we do all the other shows. So, Mike, what's going? What what else is popping? Uh, you want to go ahead and jump into the NBA since we're running this basketball thing? Yes, sir. All right, man. So listen, I know uh, I watch opening night, uh, and such a tragedy for the uh, young kid out of Boston. Uh, to go down the way he did. Uh, the Cavs, uh, Cavs are looking good. Heads up to, to Dwayne Wade. And this is, you know what, let, let me call this out. And I appreciate Dwayne Wade. Even though I, I don't know him personally and I don't want it to, to sound like I do when I make this comment, you know, but, but a lot of times, you know, players don't think they need uh, or players don't want to, to relish their role. They don't need to, to sit back and take a look. You know, hats off to a true professional he has been able to go in uh, to uh, Coach Teron Lewis and said, hey, you know what, let me come off the bench. You know, and what a great, great gesture, what a great, great attitude because he knows, I mean, and then when he comes in, he's able, and then what he gives to, off of the bench, and then, now you're not looking for him to drop, you know, 17 to 20 uh, any, every given night. Now, is, does he still have it in him? 
I'm sure he does, but he may instead of being, you know, every night, he may be he may be only giving that to you maybe twice a week. So what what's your take on the Cavs? Hey, I, I love the Cavs. They're they're deeper than they've been in the last three years. I think they're a better team than they've been in the last three seasons. And heck, they went to the NBA Finals the last three years and winning a championship um, one out of the three years. And so I just I, I like them. They got to really gel. They got to get healthy. Um, get a, get chemistry down, packed, and get some camaraderie going. So I think they're going to be they're going to be a solid team at the end of the year. Um, I'm not saying they can beat Golden State, but hey, I say let's lace them up and go seven and see what's going on. Watch out! And, um, <laughs> I like yeah, I like that. Say that again. Now let let's lace them up and go seven. See what it see how it shakes see what's out. Going on. That's yes, right. Sir. And you know, to piggyback off of what you said about Dwayne Wade, man, I second that. I mean, you look at the professionalism there, and it's actually the second time he did it. The first year that LeBron and Chris Bosh joined him in Miami, it was Dwayne Wade's team, bottom line. They went to the championship that year. It took them a little while to get the chemistry together, but they lost. They lost the first year to the Dallas Mavericks, Dirk Nowitzki, Tyson Chandler, Jason Kidd, and those those guys. So, you know, but the very next offseason, Dwayne Wade, he had a sit-down meeting with LeBron James. He said, LeBron, hey, you take the lead. This got to be your team. And when it became LeBron's team, what happened? They go on to win back-to-back titles. They were the best team in basketball for approximately two and a half, three years. So, you know, and then to come back this season and, hey, Dwayne Wade was anointed the starter just because of who he is, because he's a Hall of Famer, three-time NBA champion. But it took he, – he had a problem with finding his niche, finding his role – as a starter with this team, so he went to the head coach, Tyron Lewis, and said, look, I want to come off the bench. Let me be that guy off the bench right now. Last night's game, Dwayne went 5 for 7 from the field, 11 points. That might not seem like a lot, but guess what? Off the bench, it is a lot. Because you had LeBron had 34 last night. So I, I commend Dwayne Wade for what he's done. So I, I definitely I, I definitely agree with you wholeheartedly, Coach Gorn. You know what? And that's, that's none other than, again, like we keep telling you, Mike Quick. So this is Basketball More in the Game, and we're available on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean.com, and also Facebook. So listen, make sure you continue to dial us in as we continue to move this needle. So, you know, Mike and I was talking about earlier, you know, we're just so excited. We're, we're a little over 1,900 downloads, and, um, you know, somebody said, well, that's not a lot. Well, to, to us it is because – you know, it's it's Coach Quick and it's Coach Goins, and we just, you know, every now and then we'll try to stop and, and pop and, and bring people on and have a uh, have a, a, a weekly show. Uh, and then we're able to, you know, spend time and, and do it ourselves. And I, I, I honestly, you know, a lot of times I like just for Mike and I just to get on here and the feedback that we get from around the country uh, is awesome. So keep that uh, keep that rolling in. And and here's the thing. I mean, where are you going to get where where are you going to get any better for you know, great price of absolutely free. So we just certainly appreciate Coach Quick continue to dial it in. So, all right, so we know that uh, um, my man uh, um, Isaiah Thomas is out with a little injury, trying to uh, trying to get back in this, trying to get back in this thing. But what's your what's your take on uh, uh, Mr. Curry throwing his uh, mouthpiece at the referee? It showed the world that Mr. Curry is not perfect as everybody tried to anoint him as, you know. Hey, they they want to anoint Curry as so perfect, being the great guy. But, hey, he, he showed the world. I'm prone to mistakes, too. You know, uh, in the heat of the moment, I think he did that out of the heat of the moment. But at the same time, you, you can't do that. You can't do that. You're a role model. 
you got to set an example for the kids today the, uh, and the fans. You really do. Right. You know what? And, and let me, since you're going to call him out on I'm going to call him out on this. You know, I was in, actually I had an opportunity Sunday. I was working out some kids, and I was telling them, you know, if, if Curry is shooting 40-something percent from behind the three-point line, you as a 10-year-old, you ain't going to shoot 40%. So stop shooting that raggedy three. So I'm calling all the young players out. Don't walk in the gym, any gym. Listen to what Coach Goins is saying. Here's where I'm challenging. Don't walk in the gym and the first thing you do is start shooting jump shots or shooting three-pointers just because Curry's doing it. So, Mr. Curry, here's my thing. So as this podcast rolls, and I hope somebody that you may know may be – you know what? Let's let's do a commercial on that. Let's do a commercial on how you know learn the game. You know that that's what sometimes I wish players would do. Quick, coach, quick, is you know get on TV and say you know learn the game. Don't you know? Don't look at me doing the fadeaway jump shot because the kid kid doesn't understand that you know he's six ten or or he's six eleven or Dirk Nowitzki seven foot shooting the fadeaway. They don't understand that. They just see the ball going through the basket. So you NBA guys, you coaches, always let's let's make sure we protect the game, teach the game. And let players that can shoot, let them shoot. I'm not telling you if a kid can shoot, let them shoot. But these young guys that's not strong enough to get the ball to the rim, it's affecting their shot. So when you go in and just like I, I work with kids on an individual basis, now I'm trying to go in and, re, and basically strip that jump shot down to zero because they've only been just what I call, you know, just tossing it up or just almost two-hand tossing because they can't get up. So, you know, not want to get on the soapbox there, but you, you NBA guys, you coaches, please make sure that you're – you know, your students and any commercials that you shoot or whatever, let's just talk about learning the game and keeping the game, you know, for the beauty that it is. And when you become older you can stronger and you can get that ball, then you step back and you shoot that jump shot. So so what's popping on the uh, – I know Cleveland is, is holding down the East. Who's your, sleep, who's your other sleeper team in the East? Sleeper team in the East are going to be the Wizards for me. Woo, um, that backcourt. I, I love that team. I really do. John Wall, Bradley Beal, and gang, I re- I really love them. Okay, and you in the West, so you going so Golden State. What about and and what about Houston? And give me give me your summary on Houston with Chris Paul. I know he's out right now, and also the L.A. Lakers. What's your take? Uh, Houston actually looks good to me, and I I think they're going to be there in the pick of things to the end, uh, as well as um, OKC. Um, the and as far as the Los Angeles Lakers go, I think they're a much improved basketball team, and they're con- they're going to continue to improve. I don't believe they'll be a- be in the playoffs this season, but I-, I like what they're doing. They got some nice pieces. Um, a guy who I tended tended to favor a little bit, I think he's going to be lost in the shuffle, and that's Julius Randle. Um, I I personally think that uh, he's he's on his way out in Los Angeles because there are some guys who are playing better than him right now. And he hasn't he hasn't handled coming off the bench too well. Uh, you got to be a team guy, you know. If it's not meant for you to start, it's about how you finish. You know what? And don't ask me why the man is the co-host. And that's a great shout out for all you young guys as well. Understand your role. You know that's one thing that I always loved about Coach Capel was you know he he would bring the guys in one 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 on one. Uh, during that time of, uh, you know, making the team or a cut day or whatever you want to call it. And, you know, he would basically say, this is what I need for you to do in order for it to be successful. I don't need you scoring 20 points because if we depend on you scoring 20 points, we're not going to be what we need to be at the end of the day. 
You know, there's nothing wrong with having that open and honest communication because, you know, think about it, you know, like there's a lot of great talent out there and coaches have to go out there. You can't, you can't recruit all superstars, put them on the squad, and who are they going to practice against? You know, you right. got you got to be able to bring that guy in that's a that's a very 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 good college player. He may not be that he may not be that McDonald's All American, but you got to go after that kid right underneath there. So when it comes time for practice, what you're practicing, you're going to be able to, to mix it up and make sure you have a balance. So you so your first string guys are not only going always going up against your second string guys. You got to be able to create that. So Mike has dialed that in so great, so fine from the NBA ranks to college ranks. So let's let's let, let me drop this. Uh, Add in here for our Act Sports. For those of you who are interested in your recreational sports needs, please visit playactsports.com. So right now, registration is open for basketball, and that is rec basketball as well as travel basketball. We're so excited. We're actually dropping down in age. Uh, we're going to try something new, Coach Quick, this year. We're going to call them the Little Eagles. So we're going to start them out at six years old this year. We're going to run a, uh, a league uh, at six, seven, and eight, and then our nine, ten, and eleven-year-olds are going to be the lower league, and then you twelve through fifteen will be our upper league. So that is rec, rec, uh, rec basketball. So that is alive and well. Registration is open. Then they will be having open tryouts for all travel teams. We fielded six travel teams last year uh, through Act Sports, so we're so excited uh, about that. And then they're going to be kicking off travel volleyball. So with that, again, that's playactsports.com. We just finished up flag football and regular season volleyball, so get ready to kick into basketball, uh, travel basketball, as well as travel volleyball. So uh, just certainly appreciate everything uh, that's popping with Act Sports. So now what we're going to do, we're going to turn our attention a little bit over to the NFL. I know Coach Quick, I know I might have to take the lead on that because his skins didn't do too uh, – they didn't finish strong Monday night. Uh, so I'll kind of kick this one off. You know, How about my Steelers rolling – uh, Sunday, you know, again, it was a divisional game. But my here's my call out. How in the world is third, third down and one and we passing the ball? I don't understand it. I just can't figure it out. And now if I was you know, I was on the sideline, I'd have to ask Todd Haley and I'd have to ask Coach Tomlin, why are you not overruling that call just because, you know, it's third down and one and, and we're throwing the ball 20, 30 yards down the field. You know, you, you, you can you can beat a team like Cincinnati, but you're not going to beat the, the Philadelphia Eagles. You may struggle against the, uh, the Rams. You may struggle with New England by not being disciplined and just get that, you know, move the chains. Move the chains, keep the ball, uh, and get that nice sustained drive. And then once we get down in the, end, in the red zone, we got to score touchdowns. Field goals okay. Field goals can beat Cincinnati. Uh, but you can't, get, you can't kick field goals and beat teams like – uh, just like I said, you can't beat Philadelphia. You can't beat New England by kicking field goals because with Brady at the helm, and I and I think it's who I, I the uh, quarterback for Eagles is Carson Wentz. Is that if if am I right on that, Coach Quick? Correct. All right. Correct. So you know, you know, yeah, he, he was slinging it Monday night. So go ahead and give me a recap on the Monday night deal. Yeah, I tell you, uh, one thing for sure in, in Washington, I just I, I still don't know about our, our receiving core. You know, it, I, I just don't think we got it just yet. And as far as we didn't have any running game on Monday night, we could not run the ball against Philadelphia. Um, and once again, we're, just, we're playing mediocre. We, we played mediocre football, and I, it just it, it turns my stomach. I, I want us to come out 
and be and hit somebody in the mouth just like you did Kansas City the previous Monday night game. Now that game I was impressed with, but this Monday to me you just came out and you kind of flat out laid an egg after you got a um a seven point lead on on Philadelphia. You just laid an egg. You didn't. It's like you gave up. You quit playing. You know what? And that's and and that happens a lot of times. It's just like all right, we scored, so now we're gonna hang our hat on and. And keep rocking and rolling. But I tell you what, you know, people want to, people they want to say what they want to say. But you know, Philadelphia might be making some noise. But you know what, Coach, it's mighty, mighty early in the, in the season. It's a lot of games to be played uh, in in that National Football League, and then injuries. I mean, unfortunately, you know, the guy that went down to Cleveland, he played in over ten thousand plays. Uh, the quarter, the quarterback. They said the quarterback that's under the center now was like thirteen years old when he when this guy was. Uh, coming into the league, so ten thousand plays. So you you line that up to what uh, my man Cal Ripken did in Baltimore, a little over two thousand straight games. You know this man is ten thousand plays in the National Football League, uh, where you're taking that excessive pounding. So huge, huge accomplishment. So hats off to him, as well as you know, just like the O line for the Philadelphia Eagles. You know they lost their um, they lost their left tackle to me, which is one which which is most one of the most important positions on the offensive line just because you're protecting the blind side uh, of your quarterback and he goes down so we'll really see what Philadelphia's made of uh, as coach Tomlin always says and I'm still one of his lines next man up so when somebody goes down you got to be able to really ready to stand up take that lead and do what you need to do uh, in reference to that so but I think uh, Philadelphia I know the Steelers uh, we got Detroit uh, so we got to be able to to handle that, that'll be a uh, Sunday uh, Sunday night game, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so I'll hopefully be able to dial that in and and check it out. So who, who's the Skins play this this week? Are you guys got a buy? Or y'all 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 rolling? Um, we play this weekend. I'm just I'm not sure about the schedule. Okay. Um, to this point, but I do know um, Philadelphia has a tough game. They they play the Cowboys, and, uh, Ooh. and for, you know for, for some reason I think. I think the Cowboys are going to sneak back into the picture. Like you said, it's early right now. I I told a a friend of mine last night, I still think the NFC is actually wide open. Yes, Philly is six and one, but I still think it's wide open. To me, there's no, no, nobody that's playing better as good as um, Drew Brees in New Orleans right now. The gunslinger. Yes, sir. And, And that division is starting to sort of come back to Drew Brees and the Saints right now. So, you know, I wouldn't count them out. Um, if Aaron Rodgers gets healthy get um, and Green Bay get back on a, on a roll, I wouldn't count them out. But the best defensive team in the NFC is the Minnesota Vikings. And they're they're playing some solid football right now. So And hopefully they're going to get Teddy Bridgewater back here soon. So, you know, I, I wouldn't count them out. That's why I say the NFC is wide open. Uh, but I, if I had to pick a team as, as much as I – I hate to say it, and it turns my stomach. The Dallas Cowboys, I think, will still be the team to beat in the NFC. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Coach Quick has upset stomach, so he will be leaving the show uh, to handle the, <laughs> to handle that upset stomach because he got my stomach hurt now when he said the Cowboys. But you know what? I'm going to call it like it is, uh, like we always say here on basketball more in the game. It is always, without a shadow of a doubt, um, a big thing that when you did when you got a guy. Like, um, or you got a team like the Dallas Cowboys, you got to be able to look at them and say, you know, what's the playoffs? 
without the Dallas Cowboys being in the playoffs. You want them in the playoffs. You need them in the playoffs. It's great for the game. It's great for the fans. So we certainly appreciate Coach Quick's uh, insight on that NFL. So, hey, listen, I know we're going to drop a little bit. Uh, we're going to swing around to the boys of summer. Now, somebody say summer. It's October, but it's the World Series. My Yan- You know what? I got to call out my Yankees. What a great, great season. What a great, great run. Uh, I have to say, you know, yeah, I, would I be selfish uh, if I say if I wouldn't have won the play in, uh, last night, you darn right I won the play last night. But we came up a little short, but Trump Minister in his job, uh, we need to keep Joe Girardi around. So, Brian Cashman, if somebody in New York, we do have some listeners in New York, so please circulate this podcast out. Coach Goins, Coach Quick, we definitely want CC back, and we definitely yeah, want – we definitely want Joe Girardi back. I think he will because I, if they were making changes, I think he might have been gone uh, the day after. But in that, you know, the expectations, you know, they're a young team. They weren't supposed to be there. And to do what they did and come within one game of the World Series, I'll take that any day and then twice on Sunday. So here's my take. I'm going to go to Coach Quick and see who's gonna, who he's going to call out for the World Series. I'm, I'm taking the Dodgers. You know what? Hands down, me too. And somebody said, the Dodgers, what about Houston and the flood? I'm like, the flood ain't got nothing to do with that baseball. You know, I, you know, I, hate, it for, I, I hate it for the city. Uh, but, you know, if somebody says, well, I want to, okay, whatever reason. But on this show, we pulling for the Dodgers. And I'll tell you why Coach Goins pulling for the Dodgers. Not only am I pulling for the Dodgers because of Jackie Robinson and the entire history of the Dodgers with Branch Rickey, but I'm also pulling for the Dodgers because of the owner, none other than Mr. Irvin Magic Johnson. I would love to see him uh, pick up a ring as an owner uh, for the historic franchise and everything that the Dodgers organization has represented. So it's hard to beat the Dodgers. But I will be honest with this, Coach Quick, it was a little tough watching the World Series in October with the sun up because you had that team in California uh, out there, so you know, I'm so used to watching the baseball in this time of year. Uh, you know, nothing like being in New York. You see everybody wrapped up. You see Spike Lee sitting a little bit off of, uh, off to the left, a home plate when they're in the when they're in the Bronx. But you know, the Yankees can't be there every time. I know we won it uh, 26 times. Uh, you know, which is which is a great great feat. Uh, but all in all, you know, somebody else has got to do it. But what a tremendous, tremendous season. Hats off to the uh, Houston Astros. What a great, great series. Uh, seven games. Uh, they knew they were in a battle. And I definitely want to toss out and commend uh, C.C. Sabathia uh, for his uh, for his performance and his leadership. What a tremendous testimony uh, for what he went through off the field and be able to get it together and get it back in that uh, organization and make it churn. So, with that, Coach, I know time is money and money is time. Uh, so, what I'm going to do, I'm going to toss it over you for your uh, for your comments as we as we start to wrap this thing up. Go ahead, Coach. Yes, sir. Um, just wanted to say say to you, um, a great shows down at Federal State University, and I want to commend Jason Capel and USA Basketball for the um, the Capel's Clinic camp that they put on for ALS. I thought they did a tremendous, tremendous job, um, and it, hats off to everybody that was involved. Hats off to you, and as well as your cousin Ursula. Want to give her a shout out. Um, you guys did an outstanding job. Also, I wanted to say we're doing another show, and Colin Kaepernick still doesn't have a job in the NFL. But I just had read a report today. He's been he's going to be invited to the next NFL owners meeting. Meeting. So um, going to be interesting to see what happens there. Um, and I just want to say. Once again, thanks for allowing me to be a part of this show and allow me um, to 
for blessing me to be a part, and I, I really appreciate it. No, no, you know, uh, you don't have to, uh, you don't got to go there, but I appreciate uh, appreciate your honesty, your, uh, your your passion for what you do. So, and as Coach Quick called it out, again, just thank everybody for your continued support. Great weekend. Uh, and that's all what we're trying to do, folks. We're just trying to meet you where you are. So we hope every show that we give, we hope every show that we do, we hope every interview uh, is, is beneficial to you, beneficial to our listeners. As we continue to expand the globe, as we continue to to try to knock down the different doors that we may come into. But just number one thing is giving that person an opportunity to where they only thing have to do is take a little bit of time to lean, listen, and learn uh, to Coach Quick and Coach Goins and just be able to bring you some facts, bring you some of our insight, and just what allows us to, to do what we do. So, hey, listen, here's some of the things that we got coming up. Uh, we actually, uh, as I mentioned on the show uh, last, I think it was last Saturday, I had the opportunity to do. It was such a beautiful day here in Virginia. I just decided to, you know, bust me a nice cup of coffee and get out on that porch and just let it roll. But in that, uh, we hopefully uh, during this basketball season will be able to slide down to uh, Mike Quick's. I almost said my alma mater, but I coached there. But Mike Quick's alma mater and do a live show during basketball. So uh, we'll be working on that and hopefully we'll be able to pull that off uh, during this year. Uh, and then also we get in a very very early beta stage. We're looking at trying to do a couple of shows called. Um, playground legends. Uh, so we would be on on site in different cities, uh, and what we do is be contacting people. So anybody that has a basketball legend in your city, please hit up Coach Quick. Also, please hit up Coach Goins. You can hit us up on Facebook. But you can hit us on our Facebook page. You can hit us on Basketball More in the Game Facebook page. But what we want to do, we want to be able to come into cities and do live shows and have on Basketball More in the Game the playground legends and we want to be able to interview those gentlemen or ladies whoever they may be and let's just talk about how great the game of life is because everybody you know what coach quick every city and every town has got playground legends yes, sir. and we know that for whatever reason why they weren't able to go to the next level we just want to tap into that market and be able to share out maybe they can give us some insight to the young folks of what's caused and what caused them not to be able to to be able to jump that hurdle. So listen, as we always say, and as Coach Quick eloquently put it, we certainly appreciate his time, his talent, his passion, and all, all of his remarks. And the feedback you constantly give everybody, uh, Coach Quick, we certainly appreciate you uh, in driving that process. So as we begin to close, always remember, you can check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean.com, Facebook. Hey, so ladies and gentlemen, as we start winding this thing down, I certainly want to thank everybody for basketball more than the game staff. I'm your host, I'm your host, Coach Goins. And your co-host, Mike Quick. So listen, until the next time we're together on basketball more than the game, always remember somebody somewhere is working on your game, and we'll see you in the gym. Be blessed.